0: The Shy and Mighty podcast is on a softly spoken mission to help shy people be more mighty. Shy people don't need fixing. We don't need to change who we are. But in a world filled with noise and hot air, it's time for us to speak up and stop hiding. Hello and welcome to Shine Mighty with me, Nadia Finer. Today I want to talk to you a little bit about my story and explain why I'm doing this, I guess, or explain why I'm in a good position to be able to talk to you about shyness and I think the first thing to say is that there's nothing worse than being talked to about shyness or social anxiety or lack of confidence or self-consciousness by someone who doesn't understand and has no idea what it's like. I find that really intensely annoying when people just tell me, oh, here's what you need to do and they don't struggle with it at all and you think, well, how the hell do you know? You don't know what I'm going through. So, That's why I want to talk to you about my story, really, so that you can understand that I get it, and there's a reason why I'm doing this, and why it's me here talking to you about shyness, as opposed to any old other person, any old other Tom, Dick, or Harriet. Okay, (laughs) it's a bit embarrassing, really, but I will tell you the story anyway. So, suffice to say, I know what it's like to struggle with shyness. For me, my shyness started, I think, as far as I'm aware, it started because of my little voice. Now, you've probably listened to the first episode of this podcast and you've definitely listened to the past few seconds of this episode. So you may have noticed that I have a rather little voice. And it is little to the extent that people mistake me for a kid when I make a phone call. I think that it's had an impact on me and my confidence. So let's talk about that, shall we? I'm not one of those loud, confident people who lectures you and shouts about how you need to be brave. I definitely know what it's like to struggle with shyness. I remember the day I made the limiting decision to hide myself away and and keep myself small and I think that day resulted in me being a shy person. I think I was 14 and I was at school and it was in the middle of a French conversation lesson, and I loved French. I think it was because I fancied myself as some kind of chic Parisian uh, film buff, wearing Breton striped top and lashings of eyeliner and a beret, and with a sort of gamine crop and big shades. Well, there's certain parts of that which are true, maybe, or which are at least attainable. I digress. I loved French. It was my favourite subject. And we were in this brand new shiny language laboratory in my school. And and that meant that we had these new machines. They were cassette players that were kind of built into the desk. Now that shows that I'm actually pretty ancient, (laughs) that there were tapes. At that moment, I was I was 14-ish, and we were told to record ourselves speaking about a film that we had seen. Now, you put on the headphones, these big, big headphones, and you pressed record and you spoke into the headset. And then you pressed play and listened back to the recording. And the idea was that you would hopefully notice... ...your pronunciation and then you could do it again and make it better. I recorded my piece in obviously a very English (laughs) French accent. I'm not great at the old uh, sounding authentically French. Don't ask me to speak French to you please. And I hit play to listen to it. All I could hear in my headset was a little kid talking. And I, I was confused... Where was this sophisticated, highly intelligent conversation? Where was the super chic French film buff? And why was a little kid speaking at me through my headset? My immediate reaction was to assume I'd hit the wrong button or I was listening to someone else's tape. I actually thought I was listening to the wrong tape. And then I listened a bit more carefully and realised that the words I was hearing was, they were the exact words I had just said. And you know sometimes you get that actual feeling of your mind exploding. Well, that happened to me. Because I realised that that was my voice. That kind of eight-year-old talking was me. That was my defining moment. At two o'clock, on an ordinary Tuesday afternoon, I realised there was something weird about me. That was it. I made a limiting decision then and there. That from that moment on, I would hide myself so that nobody would notice me and my weird little voice. Never again would I phone someone I didn't know, speak up in front of people be in any kind of show or performance, present my work to people in a group situation, or the worst, leave a voicemail message. You can imagine how relieved I am now that there's text messaging, (laughs) and I do never need to leave a voicemail message. You know, I know it's not a big deal that I sound like this, and some people tell me they don't even notice. But, over the years, I've been sent off to all kinds of elocution lessons. Not something I was particularly keen to do. Might I add I've been told that you know people won't take me seriously when I sound like this. You know, I've spent time lying on the floor like Colin Firth in a king's speech, breathing through my belly or whatever, to try and get some gravelly gravitas. <laughs> It didn't really work. I don't particularly want to have to think so carefully before I open my mouth. And I certainly don't want to sound like I'm doing an impression of somebody every time I speak. You can imagine that over the years, it's kind of not my confidence. I feel like really self-conscious when I'm about to open my mouth and say something. And often... (sighs) People tell me to my face, they make comments about my voice, they suggest I might like to pursue a career in voiceover, maybe cartoons. That's happened quite a lot. <laughs> you know, maybe I could land a part in The Simpsons, but I don't really want to. I'd much rather do what I do best rather than be some kind of caricature of myself. And professionally i think that my little voice has made me feel shy and self-conscious it's made me want to hide i remember the time at work where a manager said to a client in front of me oh she might sound like a little kid but she's got a big brain i wasn't quite sure how to feel about that at the time it was so actually it was really embarrassing couldn't really believe that people say stuff about you, about a personal aspect of you. They say it to your face and they comment on it and it's like, why would you say that? I don't go around commenting on people, the way they look or the way they sound. You just don't say anything. We're all different, right? Anyway. I think it's had an impact on on my desire to be seen professionally I think it's held me back from wanting to do stuff like be interviewed or give talks or be on video or be in photographs even although that doesn't make sense because no one can hear me it's made me feel self-conscious and shy (laughs) and so I know what it's like to feel shy Rest assured, I'm not someone who's going to be lecturing you or bossing you around because I know what it's like. And the funny thing was that this shyness of mine didn't just mean that I decided to get a job and beaver away in the background and not do much. You know, I still had these ambitions to do big things. So, when I first came up with the idea for a book with my friend Emily, one night in the pub, we were discussing the lack of inspiring female role models at that time. This was in about two thousand and seven or eight. I wasn't too shy to want to go and do something about it. You know, I still had the desire. I still had the the ambition um, to achieve something. Exciting. I was just battling with my internal demons, if you like, because although I wanted to do big things, I found it really difficult because I was scared and I had a lot of limiting beliefs around showing up and whether or not people would take me seriously. And the the funny thing is that that first book, More to Life Than Shoes, which I wrote, a funny title, More to Life Than Shoes. That book, we wrote it, so we decided <laughs> that we would go and interview a hundred inspirational women. And that involved having to actually persuade people to be interviewed when no one knew who the hell we were, which required me to phone people, people I didn't know, on the telephone, which was an incredibly sweaty (laughs) experience for me because I was scared and I don't like making phone calls because I sound like a child on the phone and people get really confused and it's nerve wracking. So to start with, when we set off to write that book I I was very fearful and I didn't think I would be able to do it. But Do you know, a funny thing happened, I just got on with it, and bit by bit, I found that I actually had quite a good success rate. (laughs) At first I thought maybe they felt sorry for me, or they thought I was doing a school project. (laughs) You know, it didn't really matter, because most of them agreed to be interviewed, so once they'd agreed, they perhaps didn't notice how I sounded, and I think shyness is connected to this sense of awkwardness about ourselves about how we are seen and what we're like and whether people are going to judge us and in some ways just getting on with it and pushing yourself bit by bit and then finding that actually oh look I'm doing it enables you to continually grow so that was the first step writing that book I think it did really help I obviously struggled once the book was written and published with promoting it so <laughs> that was in a whole other a whole other ball game it was difficult and then after that I set up a business doing PR because I realized that actually I'm really good at shining a light on other people and bigging them up where I'm not I'm not great at doing it for myself because I'm embarrassed and I find it awkward but it's easy to do for other people because, yeah, all well, the attention is away from you, and you're just kind of standing there going, Yes, aren't they fabulous? <laughs> yeah, they are fabulous, and nobody needs to pay any attention to me. The thing was, as that business grew, it wasn't even big. I just felt like maybe I wasn't good enough or that I. Wouldn't be able to manage the size of the business, so I brought someone in. And what I did was, I brought someone in who was loud and confident and brash. I did this really strategic maneuver whereby I hid behind her. And it was at first, it seemed perfect. I thought, wow, I'm a genius. I've created a business which uh, I I'm proud of and now I've brought someone in I can just kind of stand back in the background and let her be the face of it and she can grow the business and I'll hide. But it didn't work out, as you can imagine. We were really different people and we had a really different set of values and a, a different approach to business. So it didn't work well and the business came crashing down as a result. It ended in a, a lengthy kind of legal battle for the business and eventually I closed it down and decided to start again afresh on my own. In those pretty low moments on the sofa, I spent many weeks at home feeling sad and sorry for myself eating ice cream, I decided that I was going to do things differently and that it had to be possible to create a quieter version of success. That being shy was not necessarily a reason for my success to be limited. It shouldn't keep me small. Yes, I'm shy. Yes, I'm quiet. And I do struggle with confidence. But I know I can do big things. And so I decided in that moment that I would rather than hide away from who I am I would embrace it and so I came up with the brand Little Voice Big Business and decided to embrace the thing about me my little voice that made me unique rather than be ashamed of it and so for a number of years now I've been working as a business coach helping business owners to grow their businesses it's what I I'm pretty good at it and I get to be myself. I really believe that being yourself, being honest about your fears, being open about shyness and a lack of confidence in certain situations, it helps you to open up, it helps you to be authentic, to... Build rapport and trust with people because they know you're not pretending to be something you're not. It turns out that when you are yourself, you know, a lot of good things happen. I've learnt a lot over the past few years about shyness and about how to work around my fears and how I can take little steps one at a time, day by day towards being more mighty. So over the years since I decided to just be myself in my business, I've written another book. I've launched and grown a podcast before this one, a business podcast, Little Voice Big Business. I've worked with clients all over the world. I've given talks in the UK, in Canada and in America in front of hundreds of people. And I've guested on loads and loads of podcasts, I've written for other people, I've grown an online academy, you know, I've done some pretty cool things. And all that whilst still being a shy person. And so I do think that it's possible to to be shy and be mighty. I refuse to let my shyness be the thing that holds me back. And it was only when I realised that my shyness and my little voice are part of who I am that I was able to create a version of success that works for me. I really believe that the world needs a mixture of personalities, a mixture of voices. We can't all be the loud, brash, shouty voices. Success is not just about who can shout the loudest or bulldoze other people out of the way. It has to be possible to create a quieter version of success, a version of success where we can be ourselves, where we can build on our particular set of skills and superpowers that we have as shy people. And that's why I created Shine Mighty. And that's why I'm on a softly spoken mission to help my fellow shy people to be a bit braver, to go a bit bigger, and to be a bit more mighty. We don't need fixing, we don't need to change who we are, but in a world filled with noise and hot air, it's time for us to speak up and stop hiding. It's time for us to be shy and mighty. The Shine Mighty Society is a safe place for shy people to shine. Learn specific techniques to help you improve your confidence and overcome limiting beliefs. Make quiet connections with people just like you. Coaching, support and encouragement to coax you out of the shadows and help you reach your goals. Head over to shinemighty.com to find out more.